Welcome to another episode of Wood a Panther Killer Raccoon in the Wild. Season 2. The show we still haven't pitched to TV. The podcast game show where two friends argue about the third most burning and sometimes pointless questions in order to get a much needed point in our season long contest. In some rounds, the two answerers don't always get to choose which side of an argument they're fighting for, which leads to some quick thinking and often has them mainly persuading themselves, but more importantly, the questioner to believe in what they say. In other rounds, the answerers get a more open question where they can be far more creative with their choices, but they only get a short amount of time, and whatever they say first, they must stick with. No takebacks. Our special round this season is Reversal. The questioner will pose an open question, but the answerers will be choosing each other's answers. Ideally something they really hate or know very little about, which will lead to some very creative thinking. That's the game. Good job, Dan. Oh, Donald Trump. Have you heard about this now? He's up to like 37 different indictments. Nice. Oh, he... <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, the, uh, the ex-president is, yeah... What a massive prick he was! Do you know what? So <laughs> this is the best bit. This is the best bit. Sorry, one of the things he's been like charged with is like mishandling of like state secrets, because like Joe Biden's aides have come in and like tried to move some shit around, and they found that Donald Trump was keeping nuclear secrets in his shower, as in like like, like, like a little stand that you read when you're pooping. Uh, well, I, <laughs> I just imagine a filing box, and he's like, <laughs> and he's sitting there going, "Yeah, we've got three thousand warheads." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, he's like, shit, I lost the election. Right. Put them wherever. Or is it printed on his shower curtain? <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just like uh, what, uh, what point are you so nuke happy that you need to know what the fucking codes are while having a shit? This, like, the guy, I can still can't believe, though, this is how crazy it is, is my understanding is that even with all this stuff going on, the fact that he's been like accused of like misleading the public basically inciting riots like so much stuff he's still legally allowed to run for president and the fact that people will still vote for him yeah i mean i don't touch wood i don't think he's going to win anyway Mm. because you know basically what he's going to do is take half of the republican vote away and that means instead of the republicans winning at all the democrats will probably win because it's 100% of the Democrats versus 250%. Mm. Um, but... I mean, I don't think the USA was very lucky with uh, Biden and Trump, were they? No. No, I mean... Both of them unfit to be president. Joey, Joey, For different reasons. Joey B is better, better than Trump, in my opinion. But it's like... But also, like, Obama was the best. But what, what's better, poo covered chocolate or chocolate covered poo? Like, yeah. <laughs> very much so. But anyway, enough about politics. And poo. And poo. <laughs> Enough about politics. <laughs> um, here it is, boys. Season two, episode twelve. This should be the last one. Whoa! <laughs> of season. <laughs> okay. It should be the last one of season two, providing that we don't go to a draw. However, a there draw is, is still possible. It's possible, mathematically speaking. If so James bombs out. Dan bombs out and I come through then yeah we're we're pretty good wait does, I don't even think it needs to be uh, so, yeah, I Dan think wins one Dan wins one you win two yep. and I suck ass yep. then we could potentially go to a three way tie at which point we've got to really rethink our tiebreaker situation I can now hear our previous mate Daniel a fucking draw previous guest <laughs> Daniel yeah or as you would know him the guest fr- I Wait, no, no, no. I, can't say it. I think we have to say the guest formerly known as Frank. Oh, yeah. yeah like Prince, right? Yeah. <laughs> the artist formerly known as Prince, the guest formerly known as Frank. Snoop Lion. <laughs> right. So, here we are. The question is, can one of us keep it within the existence? Well, Kurt can't, but mathematically speaking, Kurt can only take it to a draw. Yeah. But can one of us keep it to the pre-planned, we do 12 episodes a season? <laughs> yeah. And Kirk, you are starting, is that correct? I am. Oh, so just so the audience knows, a reminder from the last episode, James is on 12, Dan's on 11, and I'm on 10. It's all to play for. Yeah, so like, bear in mind... As, as it always seems to be. No, no, <laughs> right, so I, I, would like, never changes, I would like to point out, episode 6 came out this week. Yep. At the start of episode six, it was four, four, and eight. Yeah, it was. So 
You've really gone downhill. Yeah, I really feel like you guys are just like conspiring against me. <laughs> You're still in the lead. You know what, just, <laughs> yeah, but that's damage limitation. I can't remember what episode it was. It was like eight or something. And we were literally like, oh, don't give him a point. And then I immediately gave you a point. <laughs> <laughs> so we tried. Spoilers. <laughs> That'll be out by then. It'll be out Spoilers. By then. Spoilers! <laughs> right. Okay, so here is the last... Spoilers. It's the last spoilers. Gandalf spoilers. <laughs> okay. Spoilers. All right, that concludes that. <laughs> <laughs> Spin your headphones around. There we go. <laughs> oh, it's funny the third time. Uh, okay, I, so I actually did have them on the wrong way around. <laughs> you did. Uh, okay, so this is the last closed question of the season. Or have you got a coin? I don't, but you don't need one for this one. It's closed, but there are six options. Okay. So have you got a dice? N- no, you're going you're gonna to pick a number. Oh. And that number decides what you have. So here's what it is. You're going to get given a movie title that you've never heard of before, hopefully. I'm going to announce these titles, and um, you're going to pick a number. I'm not going to. I'm not going to read them in the right order. You're going to pick a number of. But I'll, I'll explain what they are. The task is simple: tell me the story to the movie, outlining characters, locations, main plot points, uh, and etc. To the movie that you've never heard of before. I have a three point system to determine the winner of the overall point. So I'll go over that a bit later on. Let's read out the things. If you have heard of any of them and or, or know what they are, um, then let me know, and we'll take them out of the list. So, uh, I'm going to do this in a different order, so you don't know which, which way it is. So, one of them is Battlefield Earth. I've heard of it, but I, I've never seen Same. it. I've that's heard okay. of it, but if, never seen if it. If you don't know the plot, that's, that's what I'm on about. If you've heard the, 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 uh, the title of that's okay. Transylvania. The Last Days of American Crime. The Cold Light of Day. Zoom. And The Roommate. Those are the titles, okay? And they're pretty good. Battlefield Earth is the only one I've remotely heard yeah. of. Okay, should we, should we, have we got a rough idea of what it's about, or can I leave it in? I, 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 full disclosure, I think it's about aliens. Okay. So, like... If it's the one we've both heard of, you might as well take it out. I'll take it out. Okay, cool. So in that case, pick a number between one and five. Four. Two. Okay. James, your Zoom... Dan, you're Transylvania. <laughs> so the idea is make up a plot point, put in some characters, put in some kind of story arc. Yep. And uh, while you're thinking of that, I'll explain to the audience what my points are doing. Uh, so one point goes to the person who is the closest to the real synopsis. Uh, to start you going completely off the rails. One point uh, it's the most amusing one, causing this those that rail rule to be made of rubber. Uh, if required, and we haven't worked out a winner from those two points, the final point goes to the person who brings in the best cast to play the characters. So think about this, but don't mention your chosen actors until I ask at the end. Let's focus on the narrative first. I do have some actors in mind, but I'll only ask for them at a certain time. So once again, you get a point if you're the closest to the real synopsis to stop you going completely off the rails, but the most amusing one also gets a point. So it could be worth your while. Sticking or not sticking, who knows? And remind the people at home as well that you can help us vote. If you don't agree with who I choose, let us know in the Google form on the Spotify link. I've probably totally beefed this, but I think I'm ready to go and I'll just riff after this. (laughs) (laughs) You're down in a few seconds. I'm just um, making sure I've got my solid characters and cast. Okay, so for the last time of season two, I'm going to flip the coin to see who goes first with their movie descriptions. James, as our current leader, heads or tails? And do you want to go first or second? Heads to go second. It is heads. Dan is going to go first. With Transylvania. Transylvania. Basically, right. What happens in this film? Guaranteed. Uh, Transylvania, I'm guessing, 
is a play on Transylvania. And if it isn't, we've got a problem. <laughs> it's, 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 actually, it's actually about RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> Going crazy. Uh, teenage Dracula is throwing the sickest party in all the land. Um, creatures and characters from your favourite classic horror coming from all over the place. Come and join in. However, things get out of control due to a mysterious substance uh, and the gang <laughs> go on a mecha acid trip <laughs> across the Transylvania forests. <laughs> okay. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Is that it? Our main characters are Dracula, Werewolf, Frankenstein's monster, a mummy, Dr. Jekyll, and the Headless Horseman. Oh, I love it. It's the Scooby-Doo lineup. Yeah. 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 Okay. Amazing. There's our synopsis <laughs> and our characters. That's like you know when you get, when you look on like Disney Plus, they got the little yeah. That's what it says. <laughs> James, okay. So um, I think Zoom is the title of the film. I think it's quite probably an artistic film. Um, with this, think like Twelve Angry Men, that kind of uh-huh. you know like <clears throat> bit of a passion project. It's 2020, and the pandemic has just struck. We're all locked down and the future of the F1 season is in disrepute. We not, we don't know what's going to happen. So the owners and the drivers have come together across a popular video conferencing app to solve the problem. (laughs) (laughs) So they'll be like the owner of Ferrari, the owner of McLaren, the owner of, um, like Red Bull and then like the drivers and like, yeah. And basically it's going to be like a, we need to race, but how can we race all done over zoom video conferencing? (laughs) (laughs) So let me get this right. It's called zoom because F1 cars go zoom Zoom. and it's being hosted and and shown (laughs) on zoom and filmed on zoom. Yeah. Layers. (laughs) (laughs) That's genius. And he's worried it wasn't going to be funny. Oh. <laughs> it's That's basically really going to be like, you know, like we need to race, but we can't because of the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you've also answered locations, or well, both of you have. You, you, you've gone to Transylvania. I mean, it's in the yep, name. Yep, yep. And, and you're online. Yeah, it's all over, you can't all over the world. All over the world because it's pandemic. We're in mm. lockdown number one, mate. Nice. So main plot point so far we've got with Transylvania, teenagers have gone to Transylvania mm. for a, a sick party. Yeah. Uh, at Dracula's house. Yeah. And they've all accidentally taken some taken acid and they've gone on a main trip. Nice. So what? Um, the drug's called Monster Mash. <laughs> Amazing. Nice. <laughs> Good touch, good touch. What is like the main point, the main climactic point of this film? Um, Dracula's parents um, are coming home for the winter, right? Apparently, um, and basically these guys have got lost in in the Transylvanian forest because of this acid trip, and they have to find their way back before the parents get back. Otherwise, Dracula is in big trouble. Right, nice. You know your classic teen, classic teen shenanigans that have had all. That, uh, Dude, where's my car? Kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, nice. Thinking, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, James, what's your climactic moment? So it's going to be basically where communication breaks down, where there's such a contentious thing that it almost results in the drivers trying to break away and just race, and like they're really at each other's throats, like like you know, star drivers are like fuck you, no fuck you, and then. And everyone's there, and then like the commissioner of Formula One has to kind of come in and Shit. and sort it all out, um, and it results in a proposal that they they do the F one season over Zoom in simulators. I was going to say, does it turn to gaming? Yes, amazing. It turns to <laughs> so esports. It, it becomes a, a standard Not simulator. Standard simulator for F one twenty twenty in their house. In their house, and it's they just, all it's have just a Logitech G twenty nine. They're all given the same one. Yeah, and that's how it does it. I like it. You, you, are you aware there's a there's a there's a Need for Speed movie coming out? Is it Need for Speed? No, it's, it's, called, Gran Turismo. it's called Fast X. 
There is no, a, there is a, a Gran Turismo <laughs> film coming out, which is about gamers becoming racers. But this is racers uh, becoming gamers. Uh, uh, yeah, predates. Love yeah. it. So um, we're going to need some actors because... Shall I tell you the... Uh, okay, uh, yeah, we'll play this out. So I'll, I'll tell you who is closest and who is funniest. So funniest is James. It's mm. nothing like the original film. <laughs> what is the original film? So, Can we know? The, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you right now. So, so wait. Zoom. Oh. A former superhero called Jack Shepard is called back to work to train a group of ragtag kids with useless superpowers to become superheroes and save the Way world off. from destruction. Way off. That Never sounds, would have got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, it's got some... I won't tell the actors that are in it because I don't want to influence you, but it's got some crazy actors in it. It's, 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 it's weird that it's, this, this film is here. Transylvania. Dan, you weren't far off. Get in. Um, so, you, were, you weren't right with... with um, it being based around Dracula and around right. monsters. But you were right, the fact that it's college kids mm. that are going to Romanian castle for semester parties. Nice. Right? Uh, but the place is infested with vampires. Oh. That's the, that's the film. So you weren't a million miles off. So you get a point for that. You get a point for yours being ridiculously funny and quite deep. So now to, to break the tie and get the points, I want to know who's in your film and why. So we get to pick who's... You get to pick. So oh, that's good. I thought you were going to tell us try and guess who's in... Oh, no, 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 oh, no, no. no. So you're picking your cast. So my characters that I've come that I've got were the main cast. Yeah. Was, was Dracula, Werewolf, Frankenstein's Monster, yes. Mummy, Dr. Jekyll. The gang. And the Headless Horseman. Okay. Um, Dracula, the main character, you're probably sort of, from this actor, you'll gauge where I'm going with the rest. Okay. Uh, James Franco. <laughs> nice. He's going to be, you know... You, you can guess the collective cast now. <laughs> yeah. um, we've got Werewolf, Jonah Hill. Yeah. Uh, the Mummy is going to be Michael Sarah. <laughs> I think that's a top top pick. Dr. Jekyll is going to be Seth Rogen. Yeah. Um, so it's the cast of Superbad. Uh, and Mr. Hyde is going to be Seth Rogen with a beard. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the cast um, of Superbad. <laughs> the Headless Horseman, a running gag throughout the film, is going to be um, that it's just a different body every time. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no actor because there's no head yep. there's just no no particular actor the body just keeps changing who it is nice and then Frankenstein's monster is Triple H <laughs> nice <laughs> nice making a comeback Triple H is Frankenstein's I think he'd be monster. great at <laughs> <laughs> he's got that expression you know James so who I, are your main actors so I really wanted to I really wanted to bring the passion into this so I actually decided that three of the cast members are going to be Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, and Seb Vettel. Yep. Their acting will probably be dog shit. Space Jam, kind of. But yeah, yeah a bit of okay. a Space Jam type thing. Yep. And then, because they're Mercedes, Red Bull, and um, um, Ferrari, at the, in my head, yep. right, um, then I wanted to have owners of those. Yeah. So Arnie is going to be the owner of Mercedes. Great. Yeah. Um, Robert De Niro is going to be the owner of Ferrari and um, Michael Caine's going to be the owner of Red Bull I feel like there's a bit of like a good cross section of yeah nice um, and then the commissioner I think who steps in and saves the day is going to have to be the one and only Gerard Dupardu (laughs) 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 oh that's tough that's really tough so in the real film, uh, Tim Allen and Courtney Cox and Kate Mara lead it up. I'll also let you know that all of these films that are in this list were the bottom six of the Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, really? Hot list. Nice. Okay. Um, in yeah. that order, was it uh, one, two, three, four, five? So I, I think so. Like, or was it? Or maybe, maybe not quite, because you would have heard of, of a few of them because they've been notoriously bad. So I had to pick one, ones from the bottom hundred that were. That you didn't know of. Yeah, I think Battlefield Earth was one of those notoriously bad ones. Yes. So, um, which film would I rather watch with the cast that's there? I, I, I do like both of them. I'm, I'm a sucker for sports films. I do like them. I'm not sure how much I'd enjoy a sports film based entirely online. Um, it's an artistic thing. Though. It's an artistic thing. Yeah, it is. It's, a, it is. it's an Oscar grabber. Oscar grabber. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Hmm. And then Oscar bait. What do they There call would it? also be a sequel which would be entirely sponsored by Mazda, called Zoom Zoom. <laughs> Good. Or, or, or does Microsoft Teams get involved? 
And it's Formula One teams. <laughs> Formula One teams. <laughs> Zoom. Hmm. Interesting. I like. I like that. That's not too bad. I am going to give Dan the point. I, I do like his James Franco, the, the, the super bad cast. and Mine wouldn't get a sequel, funny. bomb at the box office. It probably would bomb. <laughs> yeah, 100%. But it couldn't be any worse than what was <laughs> what, real. What it actually is. Yeah, yeah. So, Dan gets the point for that one. Well done, well done, well done. Nice. What, like, the whole point? Yes. Not just... No, you get the point for the... Just, yeah, just, that was, just checking. That was, that was the tiebreaker, like, yeah. Dan, okay. Dan wins the round. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so at the end of that round, that makes it... 12, 12, 12 10. 10. 10. Okay, come on then, Dan. Give it to me. Name something that isn't illegal, but feels like it should be. <clears throat> right. I know it already. Didn't <laughs> even need a second to think about it. <laughs> Coincidence? <laughs> 100%. Not putting the trolley back in the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> And maybe I've got this the wrong way around. Maybe you're thinking it should be like a, oh, I know how to get Netflix for free. That should be illegal. No, I'm talking about this thing should, people should be fucking hanged for this. Yeah, no, this is exactly where I was. Like this, we participate in a society. There are rules. No one's being a dick. No one asks you to put the trolley back, right? But it is the perfect test of a psychopath. Because if you don't put the trolley back, you're literally inconveniencing everyone. Right? Mm. You're making it harder for the next person. You're making it harder for the people who collect. You're actually making it harder for yourself because you've got to fucking avoid the cunt as you're trying to reverse out of your bay. But guess what? There's still fucking cretins that don't do it. And to me, it is the perfect test of a person. You can tell if someone's a bad person if they don't put the trolley back. Like, there's emergencies. Kids just shat himself. Like, I've got something that I've got to do. Like, you know, my nan's just had a heart attack in the backseat. Maybe returning the trolley's not my priority. Fine. Sorry, officer. Next time, right? <laughs> if you just do it because you just like being a dick, bring back capital punishment. You're going to hate me. Because you don't do it. No, no, no. There's been times. If, I've got, if I'm using the trolley, I will put it back because I always have my little token. My token back. Fine. But there's been times where, you know, you just sort of wander over and you're like, well, there's a trolley. It ain't got a token in it. It ain't attached. I'll have that one. No, that's fine. Because that's kind of but like a benefit. Even still, I usually put those ones back. Yeah. But it's the times where I'll be using it and I'm like, I only want one thing. And I'll just grab whatever it is off, off the shelf and then just walk away from the trolley. Just leave it wherever <laughs> I am at the time. Is that at least inside the supermarket? Yeah. That's not so bad because you know what? Somebody else will walk past it and go, I'll have that. No, no, inside the store, no one touches that trolley. That stays well, there for the rest of the day. Well, at least the workers come and get it. Yeah. The worst thing is when it's pissing down with rain, there's no trolleys in the little shed, mm. in the little trolley garage, mm. and you have to fucking look around. Think like Morrison's at Alvis. There's right? one capsized in the bush. Yeah, and you're like, fuck's sake. Why, do, why is that there? Why do I have to now go across the torrential rain to get that one trolley that's left? Or there's like... Because normally, as well, like the people who are doing the trolleys, they're not enjoying their job particularly. Why make it any harder? They probably get paid minimum wage as it is. Like, why be a dick? Sorry, Kirk, you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel the genuine hate on that. It's good. It's good. I feel like I've heard you say that rant before, but not on the podcast. You probably. Yeah. Definitely just in a supermarket car park. Yeah. It makes me angry. <laughs> You've watched someone do it and then... Yeah. I've just been at Morrison's. I've been sat in the passenger seat. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> There's a trolley over there. Okay. Mine is, um, why isn't there a standard? I mean, it feels like there should be, and it feels like there is one, but it obviously isn't. A standard on clothes sizing. So if I, if I buy a large T-shirt, why are some brands slightly different and some shops different from each other? I should be able to walk into somewhere and go, I know large is good for me. That's a large. Great. I'm going to take it and take it home. And it's not. Same for shoes. I'm a size 10. However, in 30 different pairs of shoes, I could be 11. I could be a nine. It changes all the fucking time. I feel it should be illegal that it's not the same and not regimented and not done to a standard. 
and I'm pissed off about it. I think every woman that listens to this podcast right now is just a bit like, preach. But also- And give how, us pockets. How, how many women actually listen to this podcast? <laughs> I do think the metrics show it's about 20%. Well, 20%, follow me home. Let's do this. Let's do this. Um, uh, hang on. <laughs> Did you say follow you home? <laughs> home with the, with the, the points. The fucking Pied Piper of Balkan. <laughs> <laughs> follow me, women. <laughs> But you know when you're shopping online and like for American football jerseys, yeah. why can't we just know what a large is? I do. I know that I I know that if I want one that fits like a t-shirt, I buy a large. If I want one that fits like a jersey, I buy an XL. But only because you bought one before. Yeah. If you're a new customer, but you're used to buying a certain t-shirt of a certain size, it's not what that is. No, but, so I actually but to be fair though, sorry, NFL jerseys are explicitly designed for the American market where the size is different because that's what exactly but, I'm arguing. But it that's be because all the same. Americans are Americans as a general rule. Oh yeah, even like with shoe sizes where it's like it's a UK twelve, but it's a European forty seven or it whatever it is. All be the same. And Americans just have to put up with the fact they are all triple XLs. Or do it the other way. And we can all put We're smalls. We're smalls. Great. I think that'll make everyone feel better. No. <laughs> also, also, don't take the Chinese sizing because, like, I've ordered things from China and it's been like, I'm a 5XL and it's still too small for me. That's exactly yeah, what it's I mean. mad. It's not illegal, though. No one gets told off for it. Mm. I, I, yeah, I actually have this issue in Primark. Mm. Like, usually Primark is fine. Like, they ha- you go into Primark and you're like, I'm going to pick up an L or an XL, and I'm going to know for a fact that it's either going to be slightly tight and fitting or baggy. And usually I can go in and be like, well, I want this one slightly fitting so I'll get a large, or I want a baggy version so I'll get an XL. Mm-hmm. Recently, bought an XL, smaller than usual, bought a large, fucking massive. <laughs> I feel like that might have just been badly labelled. No, 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 no. It's on the, if you look at the coat hangers, you're bound to get the wrong size. If you look at the actual print in the collar, mm. then it could have been so. misprinted, though. Mm. Yeah, but that yeah. should be illegal. Yeah, I get that, but also factories do have a margin of error. Yeah, but as far as I'm concerned, the trolley is just a whole other level. Like I understand that that's a, that's an inconvenience, but it, it the trolley actively you make you're talking about the average human. You know, Mr. Joe Bloggs off the street making an active choice to ruin other people's days and be a dick. And that's, like, put it this way. If Joe Bloggs was going to go and stab someone, you'd want him punished. He's inconvenienced that bloke. He's ruined that bloke's day that he stabbed. Mm. Like, you know, I've, I've never been stabbed, thankfully. I know. And I hope for a long time I never get stabbed. But I'd imagine it puts a downer on your day. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah, I know. I, I okay. mean, it's, it's an inconvenience. It's, it's, it's a jump from not putting the trolley back together. I'm just saying, though. It's, yeah. I'm just saying, though, you would expect punishment, okay, severe punishment for somebody who stabbed someone, right? Yes. Agreed. Maybe you don't need quite a severe punishment, but you need, like, you've still inconvenienced someone, possibly ruined mm. their day, possibly ended their marriage, possibly, Jeez. you yeah. know, been the thing that pushes them over the edge. I can imagine clothes being the same thing. You've ordered this amazing top or dress or something from online and mm. and it's it's coming and, and it's been three sizes too small. You now feel really fat and you hate yourself a little bit and, and top yourself. But yeah, I but got also, real dark real quick. <laughs> <laughs> following his vein. But also on the other side though, if you do get really fat, there's no like um like for me, it's like I know I can get that border where it's like certain things I can still fit into a large. And I'm like, right. yeah, I'm only a large, <laughs> you know, because they run a bit big. <laughs> <laughs> and also, if you were to standardize clothes sizes, that would also impact other things. Like, I don't know about you. I'm now fat enough that I get adverts for T-shirts for fat men. Yeah. So, like, they do these T-shirts. And I really want to try them, actually. I do as well. Like, should we go halves on a three-pack? <laughs> like, that doesn't work. <laughs> should we go halves on a pack? Yeah. Um, but they're like, oh, they're designed so they're, like, tight around the sleeves, but then really loose in the belly. So they look fitted, but they also don't look like they could see your belly buttons eating your shirt. Yeah. Um, so, like, and that wouldn't exist because they wouldn't be the standard size because the measurements would be different. But no, it still would. They would still, they would still invent clothes that, that look a little different and, and feel a little different. But they'd still have to be the same measurements. 
because otherwise they're not the same size. So oh, you, you'd mean. have to say like a large is a 50, uh, like for e- e- for argument's sake, a large is a 50 inch chest right? and it's this long. Yeah. And so like the concept of like, say, um, an oversized tee, like mm-hmm. I love, I love it when I buy a shirt that's purposely baggy. Yeah. So like, it's kind of like fitted on the shoulders, but then it's, it's long because one of my worst things, and I'm sure you have it well, as well. It's called an extra large long. It's not the wrong size. <laughs> But then, it's, just, it's just called a longer extra large. But what I'm saying is, though, is it's not just necessarily that one. Like, so what would you call it? An extra large with room around the belly. Uh, ex, bit like a bit like bed sheets. You get fitted and you get stretchy ones and non-fitted. Because yeah, they already do that. Don't they? Fitted and yeah, yeah, but they're, they're that's the fit, not the size. That's different. Well, yeah, exactly. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. But it's still the standard. This is this is what a large is, and if you're a large, if you wear a normal large, this will fit you. It's just slightly different. But then you also get every fitted, every fitted shirt you get from anywhere, you'll be like, well, I got a large fitted last time. I'll get a large fitted this time. And then maybe if you try on something like an extra large not fitted and you go, well, I prefer that, you'll get an extra large not fitted. Fair enough. But then you also have the problem of what happens if you're kind of in between sizes. Because like you you can have some, you can have some where it's like, you know, oh, I know if I go to Tesco's and buy an XL, it'll fit it. But if I go into New Look and buy an XL, it'll be a bit tight. I mean, we've already well, got that problem. That's the point. That's the point he's but making. I, that should but, be illegal. There should be a set standard across. Yeah, yeah but, what I, but what I'm saying is, if that's, if, like, so that means I know I can buy an XL in Tesco's, right? Mm-hmm. If I yeah. flip it, what happens then is if I'm, if in your standard size, I'm like, well, I need an XL, but it's slightly too tight. So I'll go for a double XL and then it's way too baggy. And there's nowhere where I can go, oh, well. Oh, I see I, what you mean. Yeah, like, yeah. What if I want to kind of have, what if I don't want to hit standard double XL because that involves putting on an extra five kilos, uh-huh. but I'm, I'm too slightly too big and uncomfortable. Because the worst thing for me, the reason why I wear all this like baggy clothes is because I want to be comfortable. I don't want a t-shirt that kind of picks up under my arms. I'm, well, then I'm, you just go for the baggy one. Yeah, but then it looks like. Well, I, I, know, I know what you're saying. I understand. And I agree. I'm fairly sure they probably had the same problem with shoes and then suddenly half sizes existed. I think the same thing would happen. You'd get T-shirt half sizes. you get an XL and a half. XL 0.5. Yeah. Fair enough. If it was all regimented, everyone followed the same standards, we could have way more things. But because it's so, because it's so sporadic, we have to just say it's roughly an XL. Mm. It'll be all right, but it's not. Yeah, fair Therefore, enough. Therefore, it should be illegal. Yeah. Like, for me, with yours, Kirk, it's not a big of an issue for me because I will literally try it on if it's in a store. It's oh, on. no, 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 no. I will never try a T-shirt. Like, if, if I know for a fact that it's different, like in Primark, I won't. Like, I know. I'll just go in, like, that's my size, I'll take it. Uh, or, like the other day where they had that T-shirt on discount, it was like three quid for a T-shirt, but it was a triple XL. I was like, I'm taking it anyway. Best decision of my life. It's incredible. Um, whereas online, and you have to sit and read through... And that's the when measurements it, yourself the, and work you out. To, well, I don't even do that. Like I'm lazy with that. So I'll look at it and I'll be like, that looks about right. Yeah. And then I kind of guess it. Most of the time it works out. But how much, how much time? Exactly. When you can just go boom, excellent. And money go. would you save if you realize they didn't actually have that in stock of the exactly. size you wanted? But you see the other, th- but the, another good thing is like Amazon. Because what Amazon do is if you order clothes off there, like pick a t-shirt, you can go down and you can see the reviews and the reviews will tell you like, oh, it runs slightly small or it runs slightly large. So like people feedback and then you know. So like, you know, oh, I'm buying this as an XL. You say, actually, it runs pretty small. Mm -hmm. Like they're saying, oh, it runs slightly small. Well, I don't want it to be tight. I'll go up. Mm -hmm. That's where, that's that's a good system. There is a flaw in that system because they are already experiencing what an XL actually is for them. Mm. They're saying, oh, it's a bit smaller than my other XLs. Where did they get the other ones from? Were they baggy? Were they tight? What, what were they before? So you're now getting this bias from a, a rainbow of different opinions of what an XL actually is. If we eradicate mm. that and make it illegal, then everyone's having a happy time. Mm. I think it's bullshit. <laughs> However, <laughs> you, one thing that I, I was going to argue about yours and you kind of you kind of do the same thing. I'm just sorry. I'm getting mad deja vu. Was there a time where we recorded something here, and my whole job was just to be a dick, other than normal? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I feel like it was something like it was like we were recording, and I know you were here. Obviously, it's your fucking house. <laughs> it might have been a dream. I don't know if you were in it. 
Like, I don't think it was the podcast, but like, and it Poppers? was like like a three. No, it wasn't. We never recorded Poppers here, did we? We did, we had a meeting here once, I think. Maybe. Oh, maybe that was it. Maybe because the whole thing was like, I was just planning on sitting here and every time someone gives an opinion, I'm like, that's bullshit. You're a dick. And I wasn't going to contribute in any way, but just be like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. Anyway, back to your point. Uh, that You've outlined that there is someone there as a trolley person. And yeah, they're getting paid minimum wage potentially. And you're trying to make their life a bit easier. By making their life a little bit easier, you're also taking away their job. Their job is literally going and get trolleys from the car park. If no one left the trolleys, no, no, because they still leave perfectly stacked. No, them going, yeah, mm-hmm. I disagree with that because that's not their only job. Also, like they'd have more time doing something else. Also, they just still push the big trolley snake around. Yeah, where they collect the trolleys from the little sheds. Oh, the little sheds. Yeah. Back. And that's, that's true. Well. That's like, true. Like I'm not saying let's eradicate the trolley shed and have and have like, oh, you picked it up from the front door, girl. You're going back to the front door. No, okay, okay, cool. What I'm That's saying, what I was thinking. What I'm saying mind. is like, Kirk, you know you've done it yourself. You've been around a busy Tesco car park or something. Sorry, Waitrose car park. <laughs> I have never left the trolley. No, but what I'm saying is you've been driving around the busy Waitrose car park, more like an Audi or Lidl, let's be honest, and you've got, you've got finally an empty bay and you've gone to turn into the bay and there's a fucking trolley there. Is it not the most frustrating thing in the world when it happens? Like, you might as well have just had the queen kick you in the nuts. To be fair, with Kirk's car, he'd probably just knock the trolley Yeah, I would. I would. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I'd probably hit it a few times. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but it's annoying, right? Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. And the worst thing is, just guess what? Trolleys are mobile. Mm. So even if you think, oh, I've left it, like not necessarily in its designated place, but in a respectful place, wind picks up. It's fucking gone. It's going for a jaunt. And like, okay, if you might, if you, like, you might not be 100% happy with your car, so you might not be bothered if a trolley blows into it and twats it. But if you're somebody who's bought a nice brand new car and, or a nicer car, like, like you, Dan, like you've, you've bought your nice car. Okay. It's got paint in the boot. That's a different issue. <laughs> but how pissed off would you be if you came back from shopping and found that some fucker, some fucker's trolley had blown into your door and dented it? That'd be really irritating. Hang them. I won't do it again. So how would you regulate that? CCTV. Uh. And QR codes on all the trolleys. As you walk into Tesco's, little barcode kind of goes, you have trolley 70. And then, like... So you have to register your trolley. No, no, no. no. It's trolley like a will be already registered. It'll be automated. That's what I mean. So when you pick up a trolley, you have to make sure that they know it's your trolley. Kind of, yeah. Are the, are the, are the brakes magnetic. Like you scan, you, you scan your club card or something. Mm. Like Tesco club card scan. Because mm. you have to put a pound in normally to stop people from nicking them, right? Mm. If you had it so it was your Tesco's club card or equivalent. If you don't have a club card. Well. Get one that's better. Yeah, but. get one. Like why would you not? I could see supermarkets immediately like dropping that system to be appealing to every shopper that isn't loyal to them. Because you'd need to have a club card, you'd need to have an Aldi card, you'd need to have a Waitrose card. Well, no, they could do it a different way, and it could be like type in your reg to okay. release a trolley. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like you have trolley number 70, and then like if trolley number 70 doesn't then get parked in a trolley shed, Yep. and trolley number 70... Police come knocking on your door. No, and yeah. if trolley number 70 then gets involved in some sort of trolley-related incident... Or beats up a child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> You're laughing now. That your nan, who's who's recovering from leukemia, goes out to get her fucking bread. Get mugged by a trolley. Gets a fucking trolley, come and swipe and take her out. Have you seen that Tesco advert of the trolley that goes and help the guy in the well? Have you seen that one? No. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's just a shit advert, but that's exactly what I'm thinking right now. The trolley appears from the bush. Of like yeah, a, the guy's a, falling a, down a, a well. loose ski mask on him. The guy's <laughs> falling down a well, and this trolley like, looks down the well. Bag. And they're like, go send help, and he makes his own little way back to Tesco. Also, <laughs> let's face it, we all hate walking past like a canal or a river and seeing a trolley upside down in it. So if they're registered to people and they can't be moved, then you, know, you imagine you've got a teenage son, the police come knock on the door. Hello, Mr. Hastings, is, uh, is Jeffrey here? You go, why? You go, we've found a trolley. Well, at risk of getting told off when Lauren hears this, I don't know if it's still in plans or not. I've not heard anything about it for a long time. But Lauren did a, um, she wanted to start an Instagram called hashtag trolleyed. 
where she literally takes photos of trolleys that are left in places. Well, that's just, out the window. And just, well, have a, for like artistic purposes? No, just, just for like shaming people. Just here's a funny trolley in s- s- sticky situations. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, that's pretty funny. For artistic when you see a trolley like laying on the grass, you're like, oh, it's like trolleyed as in drunk. Just, yep. Right. Been on a night out. Yeah, that, and that's but like, all and I'm, you'd be taking that away by making it illegal. I'm just saying, like Lauren's Instagram energy should be spent on our page, not on. <laughs> <laughs> well, she hasn't done anything with it, so oh, that's go. why I was, you know, I can. If anyone wants to steal that, it's out there now. Unless Lauren gets on it before this is released. Yep, she has ten weeks. Hashtag trolleyed. So yeah, hashtag trolleyed. Send us your pictures of trolleys uh, with the hashtag, hashtag trolleys, trolleyed. Yep. And we will maybe I, look at them. We'll post them, <laughs> we'll post them on the podcast page. We'll and send them to the police. We'll review them <laughs> send as Send them to the police. <laughs> Evidence. We will find we'll, you. We'll review them as part of season three. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it like our who special can, round will be hashtag trolleyed, and it'll literally be who gets the point. Well, I found a photo of a trolley in yeah. a river. Well, I found a photo of a trolley on a cat. Both raised some very good points. And I like that they were very different. Like yours is like a personal individual crime, whereas yours is like a corporate crime. Mm. Like it's across the board. Mm-hmm. Like if one person's not following everyone's regulations, suffering regulations, it's like you, you could get done um, in that way. Yeah, you've made it really difficult. But when it boils down to it, I feel guilty giving one person the point and not the other. Let's let's let throw one more thing in. Okay. One more thing in. Well, there's a chance. So we know that the world is turning online. We're ordering clothes mm. there. I don't think supermarkets are going to exist that much longer in the way they do. As in people that are just going to... You're grasping, mate. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> so as a business person, would I rather have a... a, a large-ish building with all mm. the products in it, pay an entire staff to run just that largest building, people to come and get their shopping. Mm. Or would I rather run a gigafactory with everything in it, pay the same staff every day, and have them deliver it to the people's houses? More convenient for them. They're working around the clock. They get, I'm offering more jobs. But if you don't have it localised... Then people won't get fresh there'll food. Be, there'll be gigafactories in, in various areas. Where are the gigafactories going to be made? Where the supermarkets are. But then they're just the same. And then they're just <laughs> no, the same and you just no, bring a trolley. Then it's just a supermarket that's like, if you try and go in, they're like, ah, ah, ah. I'm bringing this back again. <laughs> it's not even happening. It won't even be out, yeah. <laughs> Easter egg. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> No, but that, this would be very large, large supermarkets that people can't go in themselves. Did you just fart? <laughs> You're asleep, you dick. <laughs> The dog. <laughs> I just felt, I just felt it like her now. Possibly. Oh, man. Ugh. Get the smell in Anyway, me. the point I'm trying to make is that's what I think is going to happen. Therefore, trolleys will be a thing of the past and yeah, won't be an issue anymore. So I'd like to counter that with like, the world's moving more online. People are working from home more. People don't need clothes. <laughs> <laughs> like, we could just all be naked. And like, I think because it's the future we're going to like just wrap ourselves in tinfoil <laughs> and we're all going to like the next fashion trend is going to be like, look at me, I'm a jacket potato. What if you can't get your, your, your large tinfoil? <laughs> just buy a small one and wrap it around a little bit. <laughs> oh, like, no, like I, I obviously just counted Kirk's point with bullshit there, but I'd like to put like the breakdown of society is imminent. We won't need clothes. We'll all just wear bed sheets. Toga party. <laughs> toga party. Toga, toga. And then it's easy, isn't it? Because beds are standardised, so you can just be like, oh, I'm a double sheet. Yeah, only <laughs> that. Or I'm a king And it works size. perfectly. Yeah, but the difference is, is that beds are standardised. People are not standard. <laughs> like, like we are fitting, you're trying to fit people into a category, like, which is, it'll be the best fit, whereas because of the fact that we're all unique, the variation actually plays in our favour slightly. I also feel that all the clothes should be made in all sizes as as a legal requirement. So if you are someone who is of a smaller stature, you can guarantee you're going to find clothes that are adult themed. I don't, I don't mean that in a dirty way. I, I disagree. Mean, 
I think kids' clothes should be made in adult sizes because you go to Tesco's. Oh, yeah. Ki- ki- the kids' T-shirts are so much cooler. Yeah. Like, I want a T-shirt with Lego Darth Vader on it that says Feel the Force. Or a fucking dinosaur that says Stegos- like Stegosaurus. He's not wrong. <laughs> or, or a hoodie. That's, but you know what? That actually helps your it point. Does help my point. Or a hoodie yeah. that's a Minecraft. Well, James might have just given you the point. <laughs> I can't not. <laughs> I can't not give James the point. Woo! Because we've all said and done, like, just put your damn trolley back. Well, <laughs> thank you thank you like kirk your point was valid and i am sorry for tearing it down because i agree with it 95 percent. also <laughs> kids t-shirts in kids adult t- sizes would oh, be very that normal. very nearly made me just... but also if you do not like like i don't know play a fucking jingle here i don't know what you could like play like you know bbc news do 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 Whatever, you know, welcome to the news at 10. Don't give a shit. Breaking news headline. If you don't put your trolley back, you are a fucking cretin. <laughs> Thank you. Now here's the weather. <laughs> Can I give Kirk half a point? <laughs> I think right. that makes a difference at this point. <laughs> Sorry, Kirk. Okay, so a big thanks to our sponsors for season two of Wood Panther Killer Raccoon in the Wild, Manuka Farm. They provide a wide range of honey-infused CBD products that help manage pain, anxiety, and sleep. And by using the code PANTHER10, you can take 10% off your first order across the site. If you're like me and you're struggling with your sleep a bit, uh, for me, what's working best is the oil gummies and the sleep spray. I've not tried the sleep spray. Yeah, and the oil uh, is really, really, really tastes good. Tastes like honey. You wouldn't know that there's CBD in it. Um, The gummies have got a bit of a twinge, but I still really like them because they taste like like honey. Um, Also, their skincare stuff. Uh, is really good. I've been using it. It's, it's top notch. Nice. And if CBD isn't your thing, well, they do just sell honey as it is. So that's Panther 10, P A N T H E R 10 10 for 10% off at manukafarm.co.uk. That's manuka, M A N U K A, farm, P H A R M.co.uk. Every time the Panther 10 code is used, we look really good. We don't get any money for it, or it's not an affiliate link, but it really helps us in terms of growing our podcast, and it really helps Manuka Farm grow their business. So it's a win-win for everyone. And you help yourself out with your pain, anxiety, and sleep. Yeah, give it a go. Tell them your boys sent you. And thanks to Manuka Farm for sponsoring us. Right, so it's now 13, 12, 10. 10. Oof. And, and James gets to answer, uh, gets uh, to determine yeah. whether he wins or not. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I I do feel like that's a bit unfair. Um, Kurt gets the point. <laughs> <laughs> like, hmm. I'm. If you want, how about you take my question and have you two and have bite us it out. to answer it. That's fair. Hmm? Okay. I I can't if win. There's no point me playing. If you're happy to do that, I'm happy to do that. So my question is the only but before you say that, the only thing is is he's had he's got an advantage he's it's had a reversal round though okay okay yeah fair so I'm dealing with whatever answer Dan gives okay me fine anyway. fine fine yeah but he's he has had more time to think about yours no but I haven't I haven't though no. because I've been expected to ask the question yeah oh true there's so no advantage here so I know what true. the question okay. is just, um, just double checking so the question yeah. is if you were to write. A Formula One based pandemic movie, what would you call it? This is really connected. No, so I'm gonna so in the first ever Would a Panther plot twist of its kind, I'm gonna ask myself a reverse around question for Kirk to judge. Yep. So rather than like getting you to read it out, I'll just I'll just say it. Um It was it was kind of it's kind of almost the inverse of um it's actually play the jingle an ai question ai question it's kind of an ai question that i bastardized but it's kind of the inverse of my question that i asked you both as an open question in season two episode five (laughs) which was season two episode five if you could be fictional character for a day, oh yeah, would it be? 
right? Mm -hmm. Superheroes excluded. My question now for you, Dan, and me. (laughs) (laughs) How's this happened? (laughs) Is if you could live in any fictional world, what would it be? So you're going to give me the fictional world. Okay. And I'm going to. Now, if you would like, because I've had like 30 seconds more to think about it, mm. I'll let you tell me mine first. I, I don't mind. As long as I know about mine, yep. you give me and vice versa. Yep. I think we should at least allow each other that pleasure. Yep. Privilege. Well, I pleasure. know what mine is. It's literally pennies just dropped. Any fictional. Yep. Universe. But as yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. I would, pi- I would kind of go with like, call it cartoon rules. In like, you know, if you were going to say, "Oh, you're going to go and live," like, obviously, it's not going to be this. You're going to go and live in fucking Star Wars, mm. and then you immediately walk out of the fucking Tantai Four and get shot by a rebel, and you're dead. That kind of doesn't count. Like, it's yeah. cartoon rules in the. Or main character energy, if you want to call yeah. it that. Like, you'll survive for a decent amount of time. <laughs> That's fair. Mm. Would you like me to tell you mine? Yeah, go for it. Dan is going to be living in Heck from the Wooda Panther universe. All right. See how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I like the penny just dropped. I felt like I was in heck earlier today, actually. <laughs> well, yeah. I was at Morrison's of all places. <laughs> oh, did no one put the trolley back? N- no, some uh, I was waiting in queue and the person in my queue dropped a bottle. Oh man, and I'd already put my stuff on the conveyor belt. And you know, once you're there, that's and he didn't it, take his it? phone, so I'm sitting there going, Yeah, I didn't take my phone Dan. in with me. We've got to be at Kirk's <laughs> in like 20 minutes. He's not even yeah. had a shower yet. Yeah. And I'm like, Watch where, where are you, dude? <laughs> <laughs> and I, of course, I went to the, the it wasn't the selves because that was a massive queue. And uh, I got the slowest blooming woman, little old lady. Uh, <laughs> James, James, James. Where would you thrive? Because I'm not going to put you there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You would live in Lazy Town. (laughs) Love it, love it. (laughs) Oh, fucking Lazy Town. Would I, would it, so... If I lived in Lazy Town, would I get to replace the now dead Robbie Rotten? No, he's he's. Uh, or is he still thriving in that community? He's still thriving in. Okay, okay. Well, like, so Lazy Town's a pretty whack out place, right? It is like a mad acid trip. Yeah. But who's uh, what's his name? The fucking French geezer. I don't know. The fucking main geezer who wears the pajamas. Um, the sport sport. Yeah. Um, is it Sporticus? It's something like Sporticus that. Sporticus Ten. Yeah. Ten. He's the 10th. Like, are they like androids? <laughs> His name is Sporticus 10, the athletic elf. He's an elf. He's, He's about <laughs> 20 foot tall. <laughs> Wait, if that's the case, right, okay, then what we've learned is Lazy Town is a weird scale. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be a confident seven foot eight. <laughs> I'm, Dan, I'm, I'm, like, everyone's going to be like, how's the weather up there? Because everyone's a fucking elf, apparently. Mm. There's that fucking... What's the 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 girl who looks like a Pokemon? Stephanie Splits. That is not fortunate. That is a that- bad surname. <laughs> Whoa. Um, yeah. So I feel like Robbie Rotten <laughs> might be the most sane man there. Yeah, and, and actually, everyone else is just actually. I might hang out with him. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> everyone else can buy the book. Because <laughs> other than Robbie Rotten, Sporticus the Elf. And Stephanie the the slag, <laughs> Stephanie splits, Stephanie splits. the slag. <laughs> um, didn't she grow up to be some? I uh, didn't she get proper cracked out? Something like that. See what's going on with Steph right now. <laughs> um, is she okay. still in Lazy Town? 
everyone else stuck there. Everyone else is a puppet, right? Mm. Would I be a puppet or would I be me? I It'd think be you. I'd you. be me. Um, I feel like that would basically just make me a new character in the Lazy Town canon. Mm. I feel like I'd have to perform, and maybe that's the negative side of this: is that it would be like you know, we're just we're just there all of a sudden. It's like the lights all come on, and everyone's like perform. Yeah, you get poked with sticks, yeah, and, it's, <laughs> and it's like we're gonna dance, and I'm like. What? Meanwhile, there's someone behind the camera with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Dance. And I'm like, I'm like uh, my name's James Jumping Jack. Because apparently... Jumping James. Yeah. My name... And I don't really like exercise. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. Welcome to the... <laughs> welcome, welcome to the asthma attack segment. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like Robbie Rotten doesn't play sports either, so... If I could team up with him, like I could enter my villain era as the Gen Zs say. Um, plus, he's got a keen fashion. Oh, had rip Robbie Rotten. Um, he had a keen fashion sense. That man, mm. pinstripe. Like they weren't trousers; cause they were like dungarees, right? They mm. went like up to his neck, but they were pinstripe, and then like a turtleneck vibe. Was yep. it? Yep. Um, he had a bit of an Elvis hairstyle as well. Good lord! Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I right, see. I feel like that man needs a sidekick, or actually, I think I could probably put enough big dick energy out there that he would become my sidekick. The actor's name was Stefan Carl Stefansson. Oh, no, he's better than you, mate. Yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> he wins. I, he basically got squared by his parents. He only has one <laughs> leg. Um, but that's fine because I, <laughs> like, I could, I could be. Yeah, he could be. Yeah, what's the other one? Yeah, I feel like I so he could be Robbie Rotten and I could be like like James James the Jerk. James the Jerk. I, I like that. I like and, that. Uh, yeah. he can just go Jerky around. James. No, that sounds sexual. <laughs> Jerky James is definitely space. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that hiding in the bushes? Right. <laughs> It's Robbie Rotten and Jerky James. <laughs> Come out. Give me a minute. <laughs> oh, that's no that's no good. <laughs> James, for a bonus pride point, doesn't mean anything, but where is Lazy Town like from? Like what what because obviously it's, it's an international show. Where is it filmed? I feel like like the actors all seemed British. Like E. But I'm gonna say it's somewhere Scandinavian. Correct. Iceland. 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 Yeah. And like, it felt very Scandinavian. Mm. But the thing was, they filmed it in English, didn't they? They didn't film it in Scandinavian, yeah, yeah. Uh, Icelandic, and then dub it. I reckon, I th- I reckon they, they filmed it twice, or multiple times. Yeah, probably. Different probably. languages. Yeah. But they spoke English. It wasn't like it was like, you know, um, like somebody's like, Buenos dias. Yeah, because everyone can see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're in Lazy Town. I like it. Jerky James in Lazy Town. Doing some dodgy stuff there. Interesting. What are you doing in heck? Ah, uh, sweeping my bed. Getting all the crumbs out. <laughs> <laughs> what level am I on? All uh, of them. Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> Do I have an express elevator to which one I want that day? <laughs> Including Maltown. You've got to go to your job where you've got, what was his name, Biff, the manager, who's like oh. telling you you're late, even though you were stuck in traffic. And you're like, you know what my thing is? <laughs> you've just put me in like, maybe like a slightly worse version of my own life already. <laughs> no, no, no. You have a job in this one. <laughs> I have a job. That's <laughs> not on Monday, unfortunately. <laughs> Do you? Where are you working? Uh, w- later <laughs> <laughs> he's working later he starts uh, on Monday yeah uh, uh, I genuinely can't remember the other other levels of heck I'm not gonna lie oh dear you're talking to someone who can't remember what happened in their own podcast constantly because I'm telling you not to give me spoilers like yeah, you said yeah, earlier yeah, da- da- don't spoil fully. my own podcast for me Dan <laughs> sits yeah. here records and then goes don't tell me what I said I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. have to send the, those quotes in a different yeah. yeah yeah it's like at this point I've got three chats because I've got you saying like in the main group oh episode's good to go it's going then this is what I'm this is the quotes and everything brilliant then I then 
send the quotes to Lauren, write the episode description, send it to Lauren and you, say, is this okay? Yep. And then post it and say, in the main chat, episode's uploading. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like... And Dan is clearly through it all. And Dan is just sitting there like, <laughs> I wonder what I said in this one. Like Dan's got to the point where we already, like he already t- was social media and then didn't do that. And now he's at the point where he doesn't even contribute to writing the episode description or coming up with a title. I just want to be like, uh, like the audience. He wants the, uh, he's our, he's, want, our, he's our mystery shopper. Yeah. <laughs> I want the audience. So one of Dan's heck things will be the podcast is always spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> it's just constantly on. <laughs> oh god! Every text he receives is somebody somebody telling him what questions were asked. Well, it's just the transcript of the first question and then the next question. <laughs> um, I have to read it. <laughs> everything was sticky even after you cleaned it. Um, I'd be making everything that had a biscuit tin was actually sewing. Yeah, there was always a residue left. That was the sticky one. Yeah. Oh, the every there was always crumbs in the bed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh, I could swing that because Amazon delivery. We call biscuit my cat crumbs, and she's she tends to lay in the bed. Uh, Yeah. Every (laughs) give me something. (laughs) Everything you get delivered. It has to go to the depot. I'd still have to do that pretty much anyway. Yeah, but you're always stuck behind a learner in traffic. Every time you go to the checkout, it's really slow and oversensitive, and the woman takes forever to approve your items. Yeah. Oh, it's a fun place to be, Kirk. Wouldn't I'm, you? I'm feeling it. Wouldn't you love to be there? Just imagine. Just for the references. Can in heck, right? Kirk would be cleaning the floors outside. In heck, can you kill yourself? No. If you, <laughs> that's the best you got. If you if you kill yourself and go to heck, if you if you die in heck, you basically just go back to the start of heck, uh, and that's not like the level. It's your own personal heck still. Yeah. But like, say if you were like driving to work and killed yourself because you were like, that's it, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You're in the car driving to work again. Mm-hmm. It's like. Just think, keep crashing. Think, I guess I'd just find creative ways to kill myself. <laughs> I guess that would be it. That would be the game. That's the game. That's the game. Just creative ways to die. Get boring pretty quick. Though, and I'd vlog it. <laughs> Could I send my own vlog back to her? No, not at all. <laughs> the internet's far too slow. <laughs> One episode a year. <laughs> so, I can't believe I'm saying this. We're about to end this season on Jerky James. <laughs> In what do you lazy mean? town. You don't want to live in heck. <laughs> I think James was quite tactical in his choice there, uh, knowing that Dan doesn't remember anything. So <laughs> the fact that Dan couldn't even describe what his world was like, let alone how he'd like to live in it, was um, a, a major advantage in James's eyes. So congratulations, James, Woo! champion of season two. Finally, finally, James <laughs> gets the dub. I'm dead By the skin of your teeth. No, but you've you've won one of the guest ones. Yeah. Have I? Yeah. Oh, I did, yeah. I did. So you've done better than me up until this point. Oh, true. Don't worry, Kurt, you'll win season three. <laughs> Just remember, any win we get is irrelevant. Yeah. Like, do it's rigged. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so um, I'm so relieved that I actually managed to, to win that. Thank you very much, Kurt, for stepping in and judging that last question. Um, there was a point, especially as we're listening to the ones that are coming out now, where I'm sitting there going, I'm on eight points. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, if I lose this now. <laughs> it was yours to lose. It was And mine. you almost did. <laughs> yeah. um, so actually, if you're listening, if you're, listen- if you're listening to this and wondering why I've both been quite smug and happy for the past few weeks, but also quite depressed around a Saturday... It'll be because I've listened to the podcast and listened to me throwing away my lead for the next four weeks. So, we actually managed to end season two on 12. No 12.5. No Gordon Ramsay's from the the guest formerly known as Frank. (laughs) It's a fucking draw. Um, We've done it, boys. We've achieved another one. So... Once this comes out, we've got a couple of guest shows planned, haven't we? Yeah. Um, and then guests, once the guests 
have been done. We will get the ball rolling on season three. So we're hoping to have season three out towards the latter end of this year. Yeah. Yeah. So like with the guest stuff, we'll take probably what some time. September, October, and then like maybe kind of around the time we look to do our Christmas special, we'll have season three ready to start. Yeah. Um so we really hope you've enjoyed this season. We hope you'll stick around with us for the next couple of weeks with the guest stuff. And um tell your friends, tell your family, tell your family's friends, tell your friends' family. Um and stick around, stay posted, and thanks again for uh for for having us in your earballs. <laughs> earballs. <laughs> uh who are we boys? I'm Captain Kirk. I'm Smokey D. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> no. Done. <clears throat> I'm Smokey D. I'm Thick Jim. Thank you very much. See you in season three. <laughs> <laughs>